0: There was there was only so much time that I could spend as a part of the mob <laughs> searching <laughs> like, for me like like there was there was a, there was like, a moment, that's
1: how Spencer met too
0: <laughs> there was a moment of brilliance where where I was just running around looking for Spencer. Like the weird, the weirdest thing about it was the second we left the theater, I was like, "All right, what are all the things, the little quirks that I want to talk about?" And my mind just went blank, and I was like, "I remember nothing from it's, this movie."
1: It's like when I saw. Um, do you remember that terrible Prince of Persia movie? Jake Gyllenhaal. I that never
2: watched. Wa- actually, I think I did watch it. Exactly,
1: That's That's that was your the point. one movie where I remember walking out of it and like to the car. I was like that movie
0: <laughs> yeah um, forgotten entirely just to be clear we were talking about power rangers although that's not what we're talking about today <clears throat> um so you think so you think well wait we're not here to talk about power rangers honestly we'll probably get a lot of power rangers in we might in, as well. uh, peppered in have, have you seen well that's a conversation for another
1: Yes. 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 <laughs> um,
0: but but yeah, we're we're back. Uh, the Montreal Pals are back. However, this time, um, It's
1: lads' night.
0: Yes.
2: Lads' night.
0: Lads' night. We're not Cronin buds anymore. Where it is? It, uh, it is now lads' night because we recently watched uh, Don McKellar's Last Night. Can I throw it to the jingle first? Oh yeah, please, Ready? <laughs> Don McKellar's movie, um, I, I, I truthfully don't know a lot about the production of it, aside from the fact that, uh, as Mark had said, it's not easy to find, it's not really, they don't make DVDs or Blu-rays of it, apparently. I feel like
2: I should have the Wikipedia page open.
0: Yeah, no, you can you can definitely do that. That's I feel always like, important. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, I feel like that's a trend that we have now, at this point, where we kind of start the <coughs> podcast and then learn about the movie, which might be counterintuitive, but, uh, Freeman, Last night, what did you think? Truman, who is returning as special guest for three shows in a row, we just like to throw that out there. Um, well, uh, as as much as I'd like you to keep going, do we maybe wanna maybe wanna pepper in? I like that phrase tonight. Pepper in. Um, maybe it's used it twice. That's why it doesn't matter. Um, and the vocab
1: word of the week, ladies and gentlemen, starting off early is pepper in.
0: That's two words. That's a phrase.
1: That's a phrase. The vocab phrase
0: of the week, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Do I have to make a new jingle for vocab <laughs> phrases? Two jingles for that, yeah. God it!
0: <laughs> it's gonna be great. Do we want to maybe give them a quick? Uh, the listeners out there, our, our huge listening ship. Sure, because they haven't seen this movie. <laughs> Certainly not. No, I, I, I'm, I'm positive that they haven't. Yeah. Um, Tim, if you have it right there, do you want to kind of? Uh,
2: yeah, I can. Uh, it pretty much revolves around Patrick. Who is Don McKellar? Don
0: McKellar, the director, and I imagine the writer as well.
2: Um, It doesn't. It's not only about him, but everything seems to happen around him.
0: Well, I think I think that's because we follow him. It would have been the same. I think if we followed any other character. Well, you
2: you follow Sandra for a little bit, but I guess you can argue that she's part of his
0: world. Yeah,
1: we start off like wide, and then it kind of the unique structure of it it all kind of comes in together. So I
0: mean, essentially, the concept is that. Uh, at least my theory is that, that the Earth has stopped uh, going around the sun, so so the sun is just kind of burning up the Earth, and and according to everyone on on, on Earth, um, they only have what six hours left to live. Yeah. Or at well, least at from least... the movie start. Yeah. Yeah. They're originally so... given
2: a few months.
0: Yeah, they're they're told a few months in advance that the world is ending, and then the movie starts with six hours left, and that's when we meet Patrick. Uh, who has who has a very specific way that he wants to die I suppose to go out yeah know. um by himself yeah by himself um but but he has a couple little stops that he has to make along the way and 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 throughout the movie we you know he meets he meets people and runs and in, runs into old friends and and you kind of get this this oddly funny surprisingly touching um, sentimental apocalypse movie so <laughs> Would you guys put think? that on a poster, folks? All of that. <clears throat> what do you guys think?
2: I liked it. I liked it a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah, I
0: did too. I also liked it. I liked it a lot. Hey, wait a minute! <laughs> All right, that's been a good podcast. All right, <laughs> wrapping wrap it down.
1: Um
2: uh, Well, we talked about this before, but um, I liked that it felt real. Yeah. Which I think uh, Mark was trying to get at when he first showed us the. Hollywood trailers like Armageddon, other end-of-the-world movies. Yeah. This movie felt much more like what would actually... Like, for the everyday person, what the everyday person would do. Yeah, this right. movie is
1: very much like an, like a Armageddon and like Deep Impact and any other Roland Emmerich
0: movie except for 10,000 BC. Um, wait, does that mean you like it or dislike 10,000? 10, well, 10,000 BC is about the beginning of the world. I suppose that's true. It's still awful.
1: I'm
0: not going to. Dispute that. <laughs> well, wait, it's now a different movie. <laughs> now I'm trying to think about. And do all of his movies have apocalypse themes if, except for that? Uh, no, there's like Resurgence Day, but or it, Resurgence Day, Independence Resurgence. Doesn't matter.
2: Doesn't yeah. 10,000 BC have people with dinosaurs?
1: Yeah. Well, no, mm-hmm. they're not dinosaurs, but it's like the next thing. It doesn't make any
0: sense. Yeah, yeah, you have like no, but it's still wrong, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. It's <laughs> still, it's still wrong. It's very. <laughs> it's very dumb. Yeah. 2008 was a rough year.
1: But. Uh, um, but uh, whereas all of those movies diverge and spoiler alert for the folks at home but you'll never see this movie because you can't see this movie um, <laughs> is that those are end of the world movies um, verbal apost- or, uh, quotation marks because this is an actual end of the world movie it's like the only end of the world movie I think I've seen where the world ends Ben's? yeah that is curious actually <laughs> that you mentioned that because I know of some other ones, but, like, this Well, well now, that,
0: one now that I think about it, all of the, like, apocalypse movies... I mean, the most recent I saw was, was San Andreas with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Right. It doesn't actually end with the apocalypse. It's it's a short period of time where everything goes to shit. Well, those are... that San Andreas is, like, a disaster movie, but I know what you're saying. I, you know? I mean, yeah, I kind of feel like... I think I'm,
2: the world ends in 2012. No, but... But, but it, it's okay because they leave or something? Well,
0: it's, it's weird because the world ends, but they all get on a boat and they all survive. Like I think the difference, even though the world does technically end in 2012, people make it. Yeah, people make it. Like in in last night, again, spoiler alert for those listening at home. All I know about that movie is John Cusack gets chased by a donut. He does. He does. <laughs> not in, in a last. Plane. Not, not <laughs> in last night. This is in, in Roland Embrix uh, uh 2012. Um, yeah, in last night, the world literally it ju- it just adds everybody dies. So um, it's implied everybody dies. That's true. That that is true. It Just, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't want to live on. A kind of a Sopranos words. ending. I that, that would be hold ballsy. on. <laughs> that would be ballsy if they did that. They're both they're both standing there with guns to their head and black. Don't stop. Yeah. Believing. Um, never seen that show. I probably should, but I feel like I've missed missed the the whole the whole. Lot. Yeah.
1: Also, is. I was confused because they make reference to the movie about, and I guess this should lead into like performance critiques and such and whatnot. But like, is the Sandra O oh character, Sandra O, oh, um, wonderful actress from the likes of is it Grey's Anatomy? Grey's, Grey. Grey's Anatomy and Sideways. Um, is in this movie playing, I think herself.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't be able to tell you right? whether or like, not that I, was correct.
1: I don't know if... Because she's playing Sandra, and at like, several points throughout the movie, they're like, you look like a movie star. Is her
0: character's name Sandra?
1: Yeah, I think so, isn't
0: that? Yeah, I think that's... Fact checker? Uh, yep. Yeah.
1: So like it's just Sandra Oh, <laughs> who's a Canadian-born actress. Oh, that's actually kind
0: of funny. I never, thought yeah. I never put that together.
1: And so uh, the entire movie, I was just like, are they going to ever reference this? And I don't. And I think that that plays into the whole Canadianness of this movie.
0: Where well, so that is curious because I, I mean, I don't want to bounce around too much because I feel like yeah, I just to... got way off topic. I'm no, sorry. <laughs> no, I know. I, I feel like this is going to be one that kind of goes all over the place. But, um, kind of like what was said before in class, it's. It, I, you can, you can tell that it's Canadian. There's, I, like, when you watch it, it's very much Canadian. But I don't know that I could really confidently point to the one thing that makes it Canadian. I think, like, I mean, I guess, I guess you could talk about the way it's made and, and the narrative structure and all these different things. But I feel like that whole sentiment could be applied to American movies as well, because I don't, I, you know, like I don't think the border is what's stopping anyone from making any type of movie. Well,
1: I feel like that in and of itself is kind of what makes it so Canadian, you know? Because it's like... <laughs> like, what is
0: Canadian? But, like, the, the basis... We're all humans, right? That's what we're trying to get at.
1: <laughs> Whitey!
0: Pose.
1: <laughs> oh. uh, Curtis Mayfield, everybody. Um, but it's like that kind of bizarre apathetic approach to, like, kind of quirky approach to a huge topic in a way that's so, like, stripped and ponderous. I feel like that's very Canadian, because it's... (laughs) Because they don't really have the budget to do that. much. <laughs> I suppose that's true. I suppose. Like that's if true. Don McAller had had an actual like big budget for this movie, I wonder how it would be different.
0: I, mean, I don't it think would it would different. have been. I, I know. Yeah. I was. I, I, I would hope that it would stay the same.
2: But yeah. it was very nonchalant in a lot of ways. Like <laughs> they would show glimpses of the the kind of people that would go around looting and killing, but just as like a oh yep they exist. I'm not really focusing on them or really painting them in that bad a light but here
1: they are yeah one of them takes out David
2: well that's true David
0: Cronenberg yeah it's it's an odd connection between last podcast and, and this podcast but David Cronenberg is in this movie um which, yeah, a, a strange scene that really... He just dips into the purge out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. He's and... Sandra's husband. It's Sandra's <laughs> husband, right? Is yeah. that the...
1: Sandra's husband of, like, three months. It was, like, they learned the world was going to end, and they just met and got married.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's Just right. to,
1: like, have that...
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was their whole thing. ...connection, I guess. So. Which, I thought uh... they
2: knew each other, like, super well, though.
1: No, I think she said there's, like, a line where she's, like, we met at, like, an end-of-the-world party or something. Yeah. Like... Right. right after the big announcement. You yeah. It was weeks ago last
0: movie. Been... It has it has been a while, but um one thing that I did like I about I mean it was yesterday. <laughs> In fact it was today. <laughs> wow
1: <laughs> um, Yesterday meaning today. <laughs>
0: what I did like about this movie and what what I like about movies that are similar to this is that is that they used the circumstance as kind of a catalyst to get to character where and i said i said this earlier and and it might be controversial because i remember people not agreeing with me at the time but i feel like you could take out the apocalypse element and replace it with with anything else that might you know be hindering to life like a tsunami or hey a big earthquake or, or whatever you know that that might really and you'd still kind of have the same end product which i think
2: i think you could say the same about power rangers
0: Nice. And this is what we really want to talk about this week folks. No, Power oh, Rangers. I so Please finish. No, I'm Israeli. <laughs> um Yeah, no, I I don't know. I I just I appreciated that um that it was it was so heavily character driven, you know, to the point where it was almost it almost didn't have to be a apocalypse movie because yeah. because we we didn't there were no natural out like like, with apocalypse movies, I feel like there always has to be that, that man-versus-nature type of element that this clearly didn't have. There was no, there was nothing for us to beat. There was nothing for us to prevent from happening. It was just, this is happening, so let's just yeah. look at people and, and well, take the apocalypse. and.
2: Kind of going along with that, everybody seemed to, like, be doing what they would be doing otherwise. I mean, not everybody, but, like, uh, Patrick's family just wanted to have a nice meal, and yeah. he just wanted to be alone. So, like... It wasn't like the main people in the movie were freaking out and looting and right. So it it kind of just if anything it made them more their character in a way because yeah. it like let them do what they really was what was important to them I guess.
1: And I only I only disagree with that statement um, that you made Spencer because I feel like if this even if this was the same script but it was like a disaster movie so if like you said if it was like a big earthquake coming in or something I feel like the it would be almost a much sadder movie because like this whole movie is about inevitability and like like,
2: accepting it the
1: human exactly, yeah, okay. the humanity that comes out of it but with a disaster movie it would be like <laughs> you, could, you could. There are cars everywhere. <laughs> you can leave, go, <laughs> yeah. and so. Yeah, at, that's true. At, at what you were saying about um about how the main characters aren't partaking in the purge element of it, mm-hmm. I feel like that's actually kind of one of my big um, qualms with this. Not that I wanted to see them devolve into that, but in since it's it is going on. I feel like there should have been some... Because, like, when it turns in... When they do change scenes to, like, the Purge elements, it feels like a very different movie. It feels like a different world that it's taking place in. So, like... Like scenes with Cronenberg? Yeah, like that one, or whenever the woman's, like, running around and people are flipping the bus and the mother and child are in the bus crying. And it's, like... What I didn't get was... There's never a part where they're, like... Those assholes out there, like... It, it, it didn't feel... Well... Consistent.
2: They anymore. sort of reference that because, um... Uh, I forget who it was. Like, Patrick's brother or something? Because they go out and join them. Or... Oh, or his sister. Yeah, the sister yeah. says, oh, we're going to his parents next. Uh, but they just go out with, like, the looters or whatever and have a good time. And yeah. sort of see them later. So, like, they, they kind of half allude to it. But... Yeah, I I don't know.
1: I also feel like though that that's because she's the sister's played by Sarah Pauly from um, Go and really good movie with Tim Robbins. I'm forgetting now. Um, but they're on oil rig. Google it. You probably won't regret it. Um, I will do that now. And I feel like that's a that was like a prime time to do that. But I feel like. They only ever really cut back to them twice, I think, and only for, like, a scene each. So it felt very like there's probably 30 minutes of this movie somewhere that we'll never see that probably filled that in. and would have made the whole thing come together a bit more.
2: And it's also been, like, a few months since everybody heard. So I imagine things were a lot crazier, like, the first few weeks. And then a lot of people settle into the, well... You can only <laughs> smash windows for yeah. so long.
1: <laughs> but I feel like there also could have been, and it probably feeds into the budget of it, but um, it would have been, like, a nice touch if it was, like, all of this kind of blaséness of the, like, family, and they're just kind of... Vocab and word of the... Vocab word of the day! blase
0: Vocab word of the week! I'm sorry, I have to make a comment. You should have just said blasé, because now I can't help but think about the fact that it's blas and then anus shut up boy (laughs) find me the definition (laughs) but
1: um also i feel like that would have been nice if they had like kind of some broken windows in the background or something just to like kind of tie them together because it it does feel very like disparate
0: well so that's that's almost one of the one because because i very much um here i I will pause exclusively so we can get the definition. just add
2: like a n-e-s-s to the end of whatever the definition is
0: Blase,
1: indifferentnessnessness to ness or ness like You
0: really know It um, is. You see, it's funny. It's funny. Um, but yeah, no, so that was the whole the whole disparate kind of, like... Good,
1: um, what's your favorite point it? <laughs> is it? Is it Saturn? No, I doubt it's no, Saturn. It's, it's not. Is it? Is it Jupiter?
2: <laughs> it's not Jupiter. Is
1: it? Is it Uranus? Wait, oh, wait! Nice did
0: Spanish. you guys? Did you guys have the teachers I, in like I, I, elementary and middle school that like insisted that it was pronounced Uranus? Which is not better. Not better. Yes, yeah. but it's not better because you still have the word urine. That's... And
1: it also sounds kind of like penis, like Uranus yeah. penis. <laughs> Parent, No. no um, that's more like? I guess. Venus.
2: I think my favorite planet is Jupiter.
1: <laughs> it, wait,
0: so, question, question... I said Jupiter! <laughs> question about that. It's a gas giant, right? I just that's... wanted you to think I was cool. <laughs> we all know that it's a gas giant, right? If you if you tried to land on Jupiter, would you just <laughs> fall right through it?
2: Well, you wouldn't fall through it, because that's not how gravity works.
0: Okay, then. But, but I mean, you can't stand on a gaseous planet.
2: I don't know how hot it is. You might not even make it that far. And
0: It's also very far away. Yeah.
1: Well have we sent probes there? No? I, I just
0: know. I just had the really dumb thought of, hmm, Pluto's too cold, but Mercury's too close to the sun, that's a little hot. What's the nice happy medium planet that we could all go explore? And then I realized it's Saturn. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'll subvert my expectations. Um anyway, yeah, uh, back to the blase now. Yeah. So, well, so the whole the whole disparate, like, weirdly again, blasé, uh, like take on the apocalypse was a little strange. I liked it a lot, but there were definitely moments where I think it was kind of a, um, I don't know, not a hindrance, but maybe just like a like a derivative, like I don't know, a detriment because I there were points where it was almost so casual that I felt like I didn't get a chance to know the characters <laughs> as well as I would have wanted to if that makes sense.
1: Explain.
0: Like, Galaxy yeah, Quest. a question. Like, I think, I think, <clears throat> I love his idea to, to start the movie a couple months after they learn the apocalypse was coming because that's entirely unique and we, we got something that we wouldn't normally get. But like, his character of Patrick was so passive and so, so out of it that I only felt like I kind of got some kind of an arc or some kind of something from him. When he was put in in very extreme situations, like when he met met up with his friend, and and when and when he was there, you know, with with a gun to his head. Yeah. Every other time, it felt like he was just he was defeated, and he was just kind of going from place to place, you know.
1: Yeah, and I get that. I feel like the only thing that might kind of work with that is that um, it, it, since it is a finite like this is this movie has the most um dramatic race against time I can think of <laughs> yeah because it's literally everything
0: ends <laughs> but but again again for stakes that are so big, yeah. the scenes that we get are them casually walking down a deserted street. But I feel like the kind of the point of that is like what are you
1: gonna do? You yeah know? I feel like that's the point that's right now I I personally think it would have been a more interesting movie if it was like two months after the announcement of the world's going to end and like a month before just seeing like you know you've had time to adjust but you still have a little time to live and it's like people kind of panicking about like what the fuck am I gonna do I have like yeah I still have a month yeah, but like I only have a month and I feel like that would also be a very interesting movie but I think it's it would be a much more difficult movie to write and make I have no idea who the hell would want to make that <laughs> so I feel like this is a, a Woody cool. Allen yeah Woody Allen hasn't which, I just, I just feel like.
0: Here it goes. I
1: just, I just feel like the world will end in fire. I know that.
0: Wow. It, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who it is. It's kind of recognizable. Uh, but however, I will uh, say that we should have take a quick pause. My laptop's at seven percent. And go grab my and my charger. Feel free to, to talk about anything, including I think you mean yours truly.
1: A moment
0: from our sponsor, Tim.
2: Cue the jingle. This podcast is brought to you by Ted's Wipes.
0: Ted's Wipes. Ted's Wipes. Don't be without them when when the moment calls. With Ted's Wipes. Ted's Wipes. You're I don't uh You're good. Um Alright, where were we? Did you know that he owns Under Pressure? Wait really? no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Like because it, that song. Yeah, because like
1: it was. Was that the only way for it? Either he buys to... the song or he pays like an exorbitant amount of money. So he just bought the song for like a million bucks, and now whenever they play under pressure, he gets like all the money for it.
2: So last night,
0: last night, <laughs>
2: I didn't like the ending. I'll, I'll, we can you can not like about the that? Ending? Well, I, I liked know. the ending minus the kiss. Hmm. That seems weird. Like maybe a hug, a loving embrace. No,
0: I I liked it because I think I mean I I don't want to stop you if you were in the middle of something.
2: No, good. Okay.
0: Um yeah, no, I I, I liked it cuz I felt like like the, they didn't kiss until the very last minute. It wasn't like it wasn't like they were there cuz for those who are listening it, again, it ends with with Sandra and Patrick together about to kill themselves before the world ends. But but because right.
1: Sandra had a pre existing suicide pact with her husband David Cronenberg,
0: but she can't get back to her husband David Cronenberg, which is good because David Cronenberg has been shot with a shotgun. Exactly. So so they're both on the top of Patrick's roof, guns to <clears> each <throat> other's head. And and literally two or three seconds before they burn, um, they start kissing. And I, I liked it because the whole movie I thought was kind of them distancing themselves from others and kind yeah. of getting into, into like, a place of not being affected by one another because they knew the apocalypse was coming. But it was nice that that in literally the last, sec- the last couple of seconds, they realized that they were with one another and, and kissed. Um,
2: but, like, I feel like you could just do that with a hug. Like, I, I don't know why you would kiss someone if you don't love them, if there's literally seconds left.
0: Well, so I think a hug would have been a little bit too... Ready? Blase. No, that doesn't really work. Um, but but I, I, a hug would have been weird, don't you think? Like if they, you know, holding guns to each other's head and then they just hug. That would. It, I mean, the kiss. I think.
2: I know the kiss is like the Hollywood. Well, I way don't. Out. I don't even
0: know that it was a because ho- the Hollywood way out would be if they started making out, you know, thirty seconds of or a minute before. Ah! Like, like <laughs> how it, is that? No, no, Sandra, my love. <laughs> no, because then, then I think the focus is on the kiss and not what the kiss not. I mean, represents you know, as as douchey as that sounds, but, but like, it like it seemed
2: like a cop out to me. Like kiss before the explosion.
1: I liked it because I felt like. I agree with you. It felt like they're kind of, like... The entire movie... And this is also playing into why it's so detached and stuff. Is, like, when the world's about to end. And, like... In those last minutes, they both kind of realize how, like, ridiculous it all is. Because they're trying to basically beat the system of the apocalypse. Yeah. Like, so they... I, yeah. I
2: I, the whole movie, like, seemed real to me except for that. It's my only... I well, can't quite put my finger on why, but I, I was... Like if I would put myself in his shoes, I could sort of do that through the movie, except for that. Like that felt.
0: Well, for me, for me, weird it was, to me. It was more because because you said you said that um, it was like the Hollywood ending, and it was kind of them you know kissing at the end. But I think the kiss was less of of a romantic gesture as much as it was of of two people kind of connecting again, and and there may have been some romance in it, but I think I think. Because I, I feel like... I mean, I mean I'm mean i only... Hey, I'm only 20. I've got lots of life to live, but... Even, like, a oh longing God. gaze. But that's, like... So, so I suppose... I, I know I it s- doesn't have that, like...
2: That, that cheap punch that the kiss has, but...
0: I don't even think it's a... D-
1: can we just take a, a moment and just agree that at the end of this movie, after that, or at the end of this podcast, after that, like, in 20 years, I've got a lot of time off, we just end with, like, a report of Spencer's death. <laughs> this is, like...
2: In memoriam. Oh. <laughs> in um,
0: I hope I've got a lot... No, I... <laughs> so, so I mean, I, I... I don't know that I can say this super confidently.
2: I want people to watch this podcast and be like, can you believe he predicted his death? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's, it shoots to number one in the <laughs> ratings. Right um, no, but but I feel like I feel like you can you can you can kiss non romantically, or you can kiss like as 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 much as as desperately as they had tried to remove themselves from each other's lives. I think they finally, in that last moment, desperately tried to reconnect, and that I think manifested in itself.
1: And I remember I, we had to um, we're doing this for a class, ladies and gentlemen. And um, we had to write a blog post about um, answering questions about the movie and analyzing it. And the last one was, um, what would you do if you had six hours left? And I was like, I have no idea. All I know is that when the rock hits the planet or the sun burns us all up. I want to like be making contact with somebody yep. and like preferably kissing. Cause it's just like such a primal, like it's a physical, it's, it yeah, is, you know, it's the most like definite, like physical contact I can think of that. Like, I can think of some others that might next to like sex, <laughs> but who's got time for that. I can think so of like, some others
0: that might be a little intriguing. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's it's. We have
1: twenty seconds. Strip. <laughs> uh,
0: it's it's, yeah, I I don't know, I it's, I get the Hollywood because because I mean like in Rogue One, I mean no actually they didn't kiss in Rogue One, which is what I like, which is awesome. Um, so so scratch that, but but I, I get the whole not liking the Hollywood moment of it. I, I was hoping for them but, not
2: to kiss because I had a feeling they were going to in the same way that I was hoping. Uh, Jin and whatever the dude's name Cassian. was, in, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. wouldn't kiss, wouldn't kiss. Which, actually, can I just point out right now? I'm really impressed with the last few string of blockbusters we've got with like Jin and Cassian and like Kong Skull Island, Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, and then Power Rangers. Even they had a kiss in there, but they, they cut, cut it, it out, yeah. And like, I liked, I liked this trend, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Come on, okay, Spencer. time happens all at once, it makes sense. You have to admit. It's fucking creepy. It's <laughs> like the worst way to ask you. I was
0: like, I was all anybody. in until the end. Until the end? Why? Which is
1: funny, because I was all out until the end.
0: Wait, what What about the end?
2: Well, that, what we're talking
1: about. What,
0: the do you want to make a baby Yeah. Thing?
1: Do you want to make a baby? And immediately just like divorce his ass, get away from him. Well, no, because,
0: uh, I don't know. I am I might be, I think you guys are in the minority. <laughs> but, oh, but, I know I am. But, um, yeah. he liked it. I liked the movie. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I thought it worked because, because you know, time happens all at once, and, and they know what's going to happen, so it's not. A... Uh, to those, to those <laughs> only hearing that sound, Freeman just mind gagging himself. Although, disappointingly just enough,
1: what he would rather do than he watch did not I vomit.
0: Think.
2: Um. Anyway, I, I I see what you guys are saying. Just to me, in the moment, it was weird. That's all. I... I can't quite figure out why, but... Yeah, that's that's the, the whole scene, I was going, uh, please don't kiss, please don't kiss, and I yeah
1: Well, let's move on to something that I think everybody really liked about this movie because it's the best thing in this movie. And I know that's exactly the what you... Yeah, yeah, I, I, know that <laughs> I
0: knew exactly what you were going for. And it's the
1: teacher fucking! Yeah. Um, so, Patrick, he's got a friend. And his friend decides that with the like at the be- once the world was announced to be ending three months ago he was like all right i'm making the most scary looking list of all time and it's going to be tim is walking away from the table i don't think he liked the teacher fucking he's crazy and so anyways he makes this list of all the sexual experiences he wants to have because he doesn't want to die with any regrets in the sack um which is interesting because it was kind of weird that it wasn't like i like that it was so specific to sex because it like clearly defined that character Mm -hmm. but there's a part where like it starts off where a black woman comes to his apartment and they lay with each other and then uh, i'm sorry
0: you just spent 30 seconds saying teacher fucking over and over again and now you setting
1: up the teacher fucking and it turns out that like She's not even because it kind of feels like a prostitute scene at the beginning. Like she's a prostitute that he's hired. Yeah. And it turns out she's just a woman that he met and that he wants to have sex with because he's never had sex with a black woman because that's on his list. Yep. um Which is
2: a fuck it list.
1: A fuck it. Ah.
2: Oh! A list?
1: Yes. A list. The fuck it list. Ding 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 ding. Still starring Jack Nicholson. Jingle? George
2: Do we have a jingle for the fuck it list?
1: Uh, let me
0: check. Hold on. Uh. Wow. Yes. We do. Let's that, believe, I let's... don't
2: believe how that's possible, but let's roll it. Let's run the channel.
0: <gasps> wow, I that cannot is, believe that is that is explicit. Could. Frankly, um, <laughs> I don't know who made
1: that, but it was good. I was that the it. weekend?
0: <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So it's just the sound of like. Whales, <laughs> like whales, the fuck it was. <laughs> Wait, what do you think? I feel like I want to have a discussion about the noise that whales make when they when they copulate. I feel like it's probably the same noise that they make when they do anything. <laughs> that's really strange though, because imagine if we did that. Um, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, the teacher fucking. So. It turns out that and we're back. That's just part of
1: the checklist, and um, so then he his next sexual conquest is this woman, this like middle aged woman. He's in his probably like early thirties, yeah. And this middle aged woman comes over, and it's it's like clearly she knows him, but she kind of makes some allusions to like knowing him a long time ago. And then later on, Patrick comes to his apartment to get a car for Sandra O. Oh and they run into each other and it quickly turns out that she's she was their like elementary school um, uh, French teacher? Yeah, French teacher and like that moment kind of made the movie for me because I was like the entire time I was like this is good but it's like yeah. it's so just like kind of dour and like downtrodden and from that minute on i was like i get this movie i like this the movie. second
0: the second that patrick uh, ran into because because patrick and and his friend who is who has the fuck it list um i imagine <laughs> i imagine had the same french teacher which is which was the connection but um patrick runs into the teacher as he's trying to uh meet his friend and, and there's this whole great scene where I think all of a sudden Patrick feels like he needs to prove that he still, like, remembered the French that she taught him. Yeah. And they have this really awkward scene where, where like, he tries to start t- talking in French. And it's this really, like, rusty kind of, like, stiff French. And, uh, I don't know. I, that, I think, was, for me, more effective than than the actual... Um, well, as Freeman so eloquently put it, teacher fucking.
1: And then the teacher's like, "That's good, Patrick." And then she's like, turns to a friend and she's like, yeah, "French was never your forte." And it's like, ah, oh. but it's the thing I love about it is it's like, of course that would happen because like yeah. you know it would be, it's somebody we all had that teacher that we kind of had a crush on when we were little. Not that we would ever like actually run yeah. into them years later and be like, hey but um but like you know and so to just like see that on the screen is so immediately relatable and funny it's like so just kind of like never would have thought of it but like it's completely obvious
2: it kind of ties into what i was saying before about how like just unapologetic this movie is just in terms of being real and like yeah like they're gonna cover all the bases of like humanity of what someone would want to do, right? It's not gonna just be the the good stuff or the the bad stuff. It's just kind yeah. of a full. Hmm. Makes now, it real. Makes it seem real.
0: What I did find really interesting was the scene that came after all of this, which was the interaction between Patrick and his friend, hmm. which where, is great. which is which is a great scene. But again, I I mean, I will we'll talk about it more after I kind of set it up. But uh, after after they you know set up Sandra O oh with a car from from Patrick's friend and, and everything, Patrick uh kind of says goodbye to sandra oh for the time and, and all this different stuff and then it's just he and his friend and and the guy who who has you know the, the fuck it list. i should look up his name probably we'll, we'll look up wrong. his name but but he he starts talking to patrick about how his name is fugit <laughs> bad name um <laughs> like nougat <laughs> um no so he starts talking to patrick about how the one thing on his on his bucket list uh fuck it list as it were craig Craig. So the one thing the Craig. One thing... Oh,
1: Craigslist. Nice, Craig's. Oh, list.
0: Yeah, joke with oh, me. Right. Right. Probably. Class, um, I'll take I'll take credit
1: for it.
0: But but yes, yeah, so we start saying that, that the one thing he never was able to do on his list was was have sex with a man. And and it's this one strange scene that that kind of implies a sexual interest to one another. Um, I think mostly on Patrick, more than because at least at least from the implication it seemed like Craig was doing it only because only as like a as a as a thriller as a as a as like a checkmark mark. <throat> but um, I didn't get the feeling that
1: Patrick was into it really at no? all. No. Well, Which so was, I actually kind of I wasn't crazy about cuz it it felt cuz it is like a pretty it's a it's a kind of funny setup and then it just gets like very human and real. Yeah. But, like, his reaction to it... The thing is, the thing with the Patrick character that confused me throughout is that they keep... So it turns out that Patrick has this whole, like, tragic backstory about his wife dying. But the thing is, they also make, like, other little references to something else that happened to him. Like, there's a part when Craig shows him the list. Mm-hmm. The fuck it list, ladies and gentlemen. And, um, or craigslist and he says like, <laughs> whatever we like but there's like a line where craig's like you don't oh i forgot you don't really read and you probably can't really read anymore or something like that and it's this like little thing that kind of implies that patrick might have like brain damage of some sort i don't remember or at that. least that's what i got from it yeah and, like so the entire time because the entire time they're kind of treating him like a kid like an autistic kid or something, but like it goes in ways that it doesn't really feel like autism so much as like trauma
0: well, so I don't I don't know that I agree with you on that I, I mean not not that that's there's much to agree or disagree with but but how I, dare you sir? I don't I don't know that that I saw that as much as you did, mm. but I will say that that seems like um like kind of an example of of what this movie offers which is which is kind of not a blank slate because you definitely get a lot of of information through the film but because because there's so much um dare i say lore (laughs) wow dare you dare i i'm brave
1: i i daren't but you dare (laughs) dare
0: i say lore uh, because because there's there's a lot, you know that we don't see about these characters. It's very
1: much like a postcard. yeah,
0: yeah, right. which so so I think what's interesting is is that everyone who watches this movie can bring their own sort of interpretation to it without drastically altering the actual like narrative foundations, which I did appreciate. And but uh, that all kind of leads
1: to my point about Patrick in that scene in that. That scene's very hard to read, and I don't know if that benefits it. Because it is a very, like, kind of touching scene, but it's like... The scene between Craig and... Between Craig and Patrick, and Patrick when they kiss.
0: Um, right, because because after Craig suggests that they have sex, uh, Patrick says no, and then they have kind of an awkward... Yeah, Craig kisses them. Yeah. And they... He,
2: like, doesn't say no immediately.
0: Well, see, that's, that's why I got the feeling that, that Patrick had a bit of an interest, because... I feel like... Maybe a, a curiosity. Or... Yeah, maybe out of curiosity. or, or I'm, I'm But like... I also
1: feel like it, it might just be kind of feeding into the Canadian element of it, but I feel like that might also just be like, what would you do? <laughs> like, yeah. if that happened, end of the world, no one will ever know, but, like, at the same time, like, what would you do? and it's it's very much in line with the rest of this movie. It's like a microcosm of it. Yeah.
0: As, as much as the Apocalypse might strip away all inhibitions, it almost kind of kind of um, purifies everybody. Well, I, I want to say it almost kind of makes them stronger because the second you're presented with something as, again, not not to imply that the actual act is, but specifically for Patrick. Mm. Um, once once you're presented with something as as stranger or, or as as you know, Foreign as, um, as as sex with a man, it it's it's suddenly you're the one who has to make the decision and make make the make the the prejudice and and set up all of these boundaries around that act. So, it, because I feel like without the apocalypse, you can rely on other people, mm. but but the second where it's it's just you and you have to make that decision. You have to decide. Yeah, you know. And that ties into what I said earlier about your your case for it
1: being a disaster movie instead of an apocalypse movie and that i said that it would be sadder if it was a disaster movie and these were all happening because it's just like people giving up yeah but with the apocalypse element of it it's it's people giving up but in ways that really reveal themselves that's mm-hmm. kind of touching because nobody except for tuxedo douchebag that shoots uh a, david Cronenberg. um god bless his soul yeah um <laughs> make rest in peace genuflect <laughs> genuflect genuflect um it's they're all there's like everybody gets like except for again the sister um but like everybody else gets like a nice little moment like that part when the grandma and her friend are watching tv oh, yeah. and the grandma's like have mercy on the children and then the friend's like Fuck them! <laughs> and it's like yes, because like that is what would happen, and it's yeah. like it 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 just feels like that. It's this kind of nice looking at people just kind of having a release, which
0: at least for me um, <clears throat> is the thing that I liked the most about it. Which which I think as far as I can tell, we all agree on. But but just the fact that you're able to take the like. I don't know exactly how to say it, but like, like if, if it were an equation, you know, mm-hmm. uh, th- there would be like the, the characters and then the apocalypse, and then the result. and, and the result yeah. would be the movie. This movie almost just kind of took away I mean, it did take away the apocalypse entirely. so all you're left with is characters and a result. And there was something about that, that was that was pure and honest and, and very human that I thought was, mm-hmm. was very touching, even though I thought there were a couple you know, issues here and there. No, um, I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> but but yeah. Uh, last night I liked it. Um, it was good. Um, Are we wrapping up now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. that's, that's the idea. Yeah. Okay. So it it we we don't want to go because I could keep talking about this for probably a while. But but we we don't I wanna, said everything.
2: Yeah. For a movie that I will probably never be able to see again,
1: I liked it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I can say that I've seen a movie that anyone else can never see. Like that's that's a cool cool credit.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if I'd be like. You have to see this movie. It's
0: just like no, it's you, know, nice you know, you know. It's movie. yeah. No, I'm. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it. It's yeah. uh. But. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, you weirdos. Yeah. So that's that's lad's night. That's lad's night. Uh, we're the Montreux pals. Um, next time. Yeah, we're will we will return next week when we talk about a uh, guy maddens my Winnipeg. We will have lots to say. I imagine. Mm. Guy Winnipeg, yeah, and uh, guy nice. Thank you. Um, I think else came guys
1: Winnipeg. I don't
0: hate that actually. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week when we're guys Winnipeg.
2: Outro jingle. Damn it! Why do, I, why do I keep making more things for me? <laughs>